Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Sowing the seeds of cannabis and sounding the praise of our favorite plant, it's time to Hemp Present. Our radio resident Hempo Sapien, Vivian McPeak, will present a weekly platform for guests and listeners to Hemp Present about hemp and cannabis from the legal, activist, and reformist route. Let's round up and roll it up for our headmaster of hemp, Vivian McPeak. Welcome to Hemp Present, Hempnotherapy for the Cannabis Enthusiast, bringing you weekly dispatches from the front lines of the struggle for cannabis equality and taking internet radio to a new high. Hemp Present is the weekly radio show where you can get your PhD in THC because you don't just want to burn it, you want to learn it. I'm your host, Vivian McPeak. I am the executive director of the world's largest annual cannabis policy reform event, the Seattle Hemp Fest, in its 25th year, found at hempfest.org. I'm also author of the book Protestable, a 20-year retrospective of Seattle Hemp Fest from AHA Publishing. And transmitting from a hempcrete fortified bunker under a ramshackle reefer radio worn at an undisclosed location deep within the rumbling bowels of underground Seattle, my goal is to spread the green flame of 420 truth in 30-minute increments. Today's guest on Hempreset is Cannabis Can founder Nick DeCenzo, who's been in the news for passing out 1,000 free joints to the homeless on Christmas Eve in his hometown of Denver, Colorado. Nick will be joining me in just a few minutes, but first... We have been told all of our lives that marijuana, which I prefer to call cannabis, is an inherently dangerous addictive substance. Anyone who has endured treatment for pot addiction will have heard the term toxic used frequently in relation to the herbal substance. Oh, you've been smoking pot? Oh, you're toxic. We've been told over the years that cannabis can change our chromosomes, make us sterile, cause brain damage, and other reefer madness claims. Anyone who's old enough will also remember that when... Uh, we were told that smoking pot would grow breasts on men. It didn't turn out that way. And while it's good to keep abreast of scientific info, that claim is utterly ridiculous. Cannabis is not the threat our government and its scientific corporate shills have been telling us all along. In fact, the real public health threats lie elsewhere on the pharmacopoeia. 
For example, a total of 17,465 people died from overdosing on illicit drugs like heroin and cocaine in 2014, while 25,760 people died from overdosing on prescription drugs, including painkillers like tranquilizers, Valium, etc., according to CDC figures. That's 17,000 people died on illegal drugs, 24,000 people died on legal drugs. Which is the greater public threat? Well, legal drugs are killing way more Americans than even coke, meth, and heroin combined. Cannabis is killing zero, perhaps killing some cancer cells. Opioid overdose levels rose so sharply in 2014, spiking 14% from the previous year, that the CDC described the levels as epidemic. More persons died from drug overdoses in the United States in 2014 than during any previous year on record, the Center for Disease Control reported earlier this month. Alcohol, an even more accessible substance, is killing Americans at a rate not seen in roughly 35 years, according to a Washington Post analysis of federal data. More than 30,700 Americans who died from alcohol-induced causes last year doesn't include the alcohol-related deaths like drunk driving or accidents. If it did, the death toll would be more than two times, two and a half times higher. According to a widely cited 2006 report in American Scientist, Quote, alcohol is more lethal than many other commonly abused substances. The report further puts the lethality of various substances in perspective. Drinking a mere 10 times the normal amount of alcohol within 5 or 10 minutes can prove fatal, whereas smoking or eating marijuana might require something like 1,000 times the usual dose to cause death. What are the drugs of choice for the homeless? Alcohol would certainly be at the top of the list because of cost and availability. But what drugs are homeless people routinely prescribed by their doctors? Anyone who's even been partially informed understands that a vast degree of the homeless and transient communities across America are struggling with some form of substance abuse issue. And more often than not, these issues revolve around alcohol, opiate, or amphetamine use. So what about the homeless and cannabis? It might be legal in some states to buy and ingest pot, but how does the homeless gain access to ganja? What about medical marijuana? How do the homeless access cannabis to help ease their ailments or their tired, aching muscles or to aid their stiff, cold, beaten bodies? Why is there not anyone prioritizing homeless donors or qualified homeless patients who are in need of medication? Well, there is, and he's agreed to join me today. Nick Desenza is the founder of Cannabis Can, a nonprofit volunteer-based organization that's been providing the needy in the Mile High City with free pre-rolled doobies of cannabis in an effort to both support the poor and place the issue of homelessness in the media big lights. And Nick has joined me today all the way from Colorado. Welcome, Nick, to him present on Cannabis Radio. Thank you, Vivian. It's great to have you, man. So there are a variety of organizations that provide comfort and support to those who are marginalized in our communities, offering food, clothes, shelter, and other resources for those without homes. But you decided to initially focus on providing the homeless in your community free joints. Why joints? What's your goal? That's correct. I mean, there is a variety of nonprofits and government-funded agencies helping the homeless in various ways. We basically want to do what we can to help, you know, kind of fill in the gap. The history of Cannabis Can, we started, I would say, spring, summer, uh, here at a house on a porch side here in Denver when I was facing a eminent housing transition. And I found myself after two or three harvests in the wonderful predicament of having too much marijuana that I know what to do with. Everybody in the state of Colorado can freely grow up to six plants at a time. And that's three flowering. If you learn a little bit about growing, I mean, even the novice can get about a quarter pound out of a single plant. 
So, I mean, what do I do? The only legal thing I can do is give it away. And I just thought, with everybody coming here, all the entrepreneurs trying to make money in this green gold rush, wouldn't it be hilarious to form a nonprofit and give it away back to the people and see if some momentum can be good for the benefit of society? So that's how we got started. Originally, one of the things that we were forming for and trying to combat is across the nation, there still is a somewhat of a negative stigma towards marijuana use. And we thought this crowd of advocates tends to be more open-minded, less uh, caught up in the bureaucracy of things and very open to change. Wouldn't it be amazing if I could help formulate a group of people that were advocates of marijuana that wanted to highlight a issue within the society and see if we can actually focus our attention to remedy that issue. The second thing is it's about restoring humanity, I believe. It's very unfortunate that our society seems to have divided in this kind of class division between, you know, employed citizens and people experiencing homelessness. And I think it's a big push to simply just say, we're all people, we're all on this planet, and everybody deserves, you know, the right to use a bathroom, the right to the shower, the right to have a drink, the right to get high. I mean, come on, we have to stop pushing our communities away from each other and creating this divide, whereas Canvas Can is about bringing us back together as a more inclusive and cohesive society. Well, I think what you're doing is absolutely great. I agree with you 100%. But predictably, some people in your community responded with disapproval. Some of them are saying that you're promoting drug use to a vulnerable community. Others concerned that you may have your priorities skewed. Did you anticipate that reaction? What do you say to those folks? Actually, yes. We completely anticipated that reaction. And first of all, thank you for having that reaction because we're glad we got your attention. I mean, nothing can be done as an individual or company here in Denver, giving away sandwiches or giving away rolling papers. I mean, not much can be done, especially when the founder, myself, has grown up on a very average to low poor median income, always almost less than $30,000 a year. So how can I make a difference? A, what can we do to get the media attention? B, I'd like to say, you know, handing a joint out to somebody regardless if they're homeless or not, is certainly not promoting drug use to a vulnerable community. A lot of the people that we've conducted interviews with within the homeless community, probably 40 or 50 percent are not advocates or users of marijuana. I've found a lot of people very willing to support the cause since we are in Colorado and it is legal, but not every homeless individual that we run into is dying for a joint. The second thing, regarding what I can tell people in the community that have a negative reaction towards us giving away marijuana, again, it's about creating a more cohesive, inclusive society. How many members of our society are communing or having a worthwhile conversation with a member of the homeless community? It's about bridging that gap. It's about taking the moment to be humane, to acknowledge, again, that each of us are born on this planet, regardless of our circumstance or spending or our social level of acceptance. We all deserve basic human rights. We'd love to have more additional items to be handed out. 
as a grower, as somebody local in Colorado, that is one thing that I was able to do. I had an extra pound and a half to two pounds of marijuana, and I was able to completely give it away for a good cause. If any of the members of our audience have issues with marijuana, which I do plan to continually give away, as we do every time I'm in the car and I see somebody homeless standing on the street corner, I would encourage you to send all the other much-needed items that we could give away, including socks, hand warmers. I mean, I've been working with numerous companies on potential sponsorships. Two of the companies that came on board were Chris Hill with CustomRollingPapers.net, who donated a bunch of cigarette rollers. Pure Hemp donated over a 1,000 papers, so we were to roll the joints and give people rolling papers. You know, like I said, cannabis was the one item that I personally did have on hand. And we're very excited to be able to give out cannabis, pre-rolled joints, along with an additional much-needed items to the homeless I am I am speaking to Nick DiCenzo on Hempresent on Cannabis Radio. We're getting off to a great start. We're going to have to take a quick pause for the cause because there's flaws in the laws here. Word from our sponsors. We'll be right back with more questions for Nick from Cannabis Can. Time to roll out for the people that let us Hempresent. Hang loose. We're coming right back. The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Vuber Vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. Providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber Vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be, the Vuber way. Gondrepreneur.com, your guide to the cannabis business world. Gondrepreneur.com is a comprehensive resource for cannabis professionals and entrepreneurs. Download the Gondrepreneur app on your smartphone or tablet to catch up on cannabis industry news, scroll through our daily job listings, and learn about successful cannabis companies, executives, and investors. Gondrepreneur.com, helping Gondrepreneurs grow. Educator, author, and advocate, Dr. Mitch Earlywine is here to tackle the burning issues. And I'm here to clear up the myths about cannabis and burn them away with science. CannabisRadio.com presents a no-holds-barred platform that seeks to redefine and revolutionize the entire scope of the cannabis culture while opening the door for more to join the cannabis crusade. Dr. Kevin Hill. You can't ignore the fact that, like alcohol, most people who use don't have a problem, so I think that you need to think about policy in that way while educating people properly about marijuana. I think that's the way to go. Burning Issues, only on CannabisRadio.com. We're back to Hemp Presents, only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak. And we are back on Hemp Present on Cannabis Radio with Cannabis Can founder Nick DeCenzo. Well, Nick, I just want to point out that in my state, Washington, it's a felony to hand a joint to somebody, if you can believe that. That's our version of legalization for you. And I also want to mention really quickly that what you're doing reminds me, we have one of the largest and most longest-running successful needle exchanges in the world here in Seattle, Washington, good friends of mine. And one of the most important things about the needle exchange is just treating a person like they're a human being, showing an addict, look, you matter. You're human. You care. You have value. I'm thinking of you. 
And that's one of the most Correct. powerful aspects of what you're doing, I think. So how does this happen? Say that you know, you've got a thousand joints rolled in a bag or one in your backpack and you're ready to go out on, on a delivery route. Take us on a delivery. What happens? The actual event, Cannabis, on Christmas Eve, we were very fortunate that one of our volunteers lived very locally in the downtown area where we were specifically canvassing. So little by little in different cars, you know, we were able to eventually move a pound and a half of pre-rolled marijuana joints to their location. It's unfortunate if more than one person has an ounce on their person, once you get in a vehicle, technically you're outside the lot. So it took a little time to say move all the product down to a safe haven. Are you committing a federal crime? Legally, in the state of Colorado, obviously having marijuana in your person is completely legal. I believe the federal government did finally pass legally medicinal marijuana. You're distributing pot, though. Yeah, by freely distributing pot, it's certainly not illegal under local law, but it could be viewed illegal under federal law. Sure, but as could virtually all medical marijuana, correct? Every recreational store, so you know they're not going to target you before they target them. I'm sorry, but but anyway, take us on your route. What else? Right. So you know, a group of us, about six promotional volunteers, loaded up with rolling papers and hand rollers and hand warmers and some basic medicines, aspirin, cold medicine, and waters, and loaded up all of our backpacks. And we dressed up with Santa hats and our sweaters that all said, you know, we helped a thousand people get high for cannabis. And we hit the streets. We started on Colfax canvassing up and down, interacting with everybody that we came into on the streets, regardless if they were specifically homeless or just another passerby in the community. It was, you know, very exciting. It probably took all about four to five hours to be able to get hand out all 1,000 joints between the six of us. And people did were you, very Did you excited. offer a joint to everybody that you saw? Or Every single person. I was, told, I was told one of the volunteers even was able to give a pre-rolled joint to a police officer in uniform. So. <laughs> Evidence. <laughs> so what's the reaction of people? I mean – Incredible. I – can't believe how wonderfully beautiful and warmly we were received. Nearly everybody was very supportive, very excited. I'd say the most common question was, which church were we with? And obviously, we weren't affiliated with the church. Uh, the second question was, which dispensary were we with? Everybody was very surprised that uh, we personally grew and rolled all of the marijuana given out. To the average person we run into that is experiencing homelessness, many people said it was the most wonderful Christmas holiday gift they had received. <laughs> it was, again, uh, about spreading our joy for humanity, about sharing love and hugs with a community that's sometimes just neglected or put down. And, it, you know, it was very warm, very loving. All of our volunteers had an incredible time. And every member of the homeless community, like I said, just a lot of a lot of them tried coming back two or three times. It, it was quite hilarious. And then the regular passersby were very excited. Everybody seemed positive. Most of the business owners that I've come in contact with are very excited about seeing a positive interaction with the homeless community, especially when it's about eventually providing showers and restrooms and haircuts to the homeless. Do you have, do you have a dollar amount on the amount of ganja that you distributed? You tell me. I, I had some individuals come up and ask me if we wanted to do any side business back in their hometown. They could sell each of these joints for $20. Oh. So I gave away a 1,000 joints uh, the plus the rolling tobacco. Uh, yeah. 
I mean, several people tried making cash donations while we were out. Of course, we cannot accept any donations. Yeah, there's your felony right there. Correct, correct. So we were just freely out there giving hugs <laughs> and love and joints and rolling papers and rolling. So you just you just in your community being absolutely real on a human level. Screw the bullshit. Let's correct. be real and let's help some freaking correct. brothers and sisters, man. If you nothing told- else happened with anything, like as the volunteers have told me, it's already a success. I mean, everybody we ran into left with a big smile. Well, you were a success when you cared about homeless people at all. You know, <laughs> Thank in my you. book. You, <laughs> Thank told, you. you told ABC News that you hope to raise enough money to buy several RVs and provide restrooms and showers to those in need. How do you intend to do that? How do people who want to donate to you know that their money will go to the cause and not be used for something else? And how do you tend – do you have a goal to get restrooms and showers and expand this beyond Reefer? Yes. As a matter of fact, we do. The, the original point of cannabis, besides giving back, was to raise awareness of our GoFundMe campaign, which is uh, GoFundMe slash pot for people with the number four for four. We have a restrooms and grooms project, and all the money that we can raise through restroom rooms is going directly towards the purchase and renovation of RVs. Eventually, you know, surprisingly, I already found one for $700 that needs a lot of work but is running order. And now that we've done our event, other people have begun to reach out, and I'm aware of another RV for just $500 that we can purchase. Obviously, it's going to take some money to redo the interior and get these up to specs. But, you know, I'm very excited for a very low overhead it essentially enables us to bring a mobile shower, bathroom, haircutting studio, essentially, if you will, to different areas on the streets of Denver. Our overall plan is obviously to get one up and running, expand till we can meet the local need. And then when we have an RV, we would really like to road trip the program. I mean, I can tell you personally, I would love nothing more than to go into a city, state, locale where marijuana is just viewed as the ultimate evil, pull up to one of their parks or, or you know homeless community areas and just open our doors and start offering everybody a shower. I mean, what an incredible impact and what a quandary it could put the local people or government in. So I, I would love to expand the program. It's very much like Lava May and what they did in San Francisco. Another tremendous nonprofit. We've already reached out and began speaking with them. And, you know, essentially, as far as where does the money go, all the money again in the Restrooms and Grooms project is dedicated to that sole purpose. Well, I mean, if you're giving away a, a pound a pot, you're obviously not looking to make money, obviously. Hey, I just want to, I have to go to break and come back for our final call. I just want to say very quickly, though, the Seattle Hemp Fest, its origins was in a group that I founded in, in, the, in the 1980s called the Seattle Peace Heathens Community Action Group. And one of the reasons I like what you're doing so much is because it's really close to the kind of stuff that we used to do. In the late 80s in Seattle on University Avenue, we had a table called the Peace Heathens Free Table, and we gave away free food, condoms, AIDS information, clothes, socks, tampons, toilet paper. We did this for two years, giving all this stuff away for free, and I sent you a link of the Seattle Crisis Resource Directory Mm -hmm. Guide, which is still going on over 30 years later, an ongoing online service provider category resource thing. Your gorilla work kind of reminds me of the diggers as well from san francisco in the 60s if you remember them mm-hmm. really a, a passion that i share we got to take another break here from our uh, brave sponsors we'll be right back with our last questions for nick desenzo from cannabis can time to roll out for the people that let us have present 
Hang loose. We're coming right back. Dr. Dabber, hurry. Its temperature is shooting past 1,000 degrees Fahrenheit. It's burning up. I'm afraid for this little guy, it's just too late. What caused the problem? Only Dr. Dabber can maintain the perfect temperature for a smooth-tasting, slower burn. This standard vaporizer lost all of its health benefits, sending it up in smoke. So you're telling me that most vapor pens burn so hot they produce smoke, not vapor? Correct. Keep away from those standard vaporizer pens and turn to Dr. Dabber, doctor's order. Less heat, <laughs> More flavor. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. From high atop Mount Soldad in San Diego, California, 100 feet above sea level. Good morning. It's good news with cannabis nurse Heather. This plant is amazing. Positive change is happening. We did it. No matter who you are, you can make a positive impact on the world. I would rather be illegally alive than legally dead. And that quote helped to give you strength. Nurse Heather is only on CannabisRadio.com. Good morning, Cannabis Nurse Heather. We're back to Hemp Presents, only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak. And we are back with the final questions on Hemp Presents on Cannabis Radio with Nick Desenzo. Nick, quickly, in the seaside city of Santa Cruz, California, they have installed pricey mosquito boxes, they're called, to drive out the homeless and the hungry. They set these sound machines up. They put them under bridges and in parks, turn on with motion sensors and drive people out of the area because they make you nauseous and give you a terrible headache. What do you think about that approach? I think it's nauseating and gives me a terrible headache. It's <laughs> horrific and greatly upsetting. Again, another example, I think, of like big business versus the impoverished. In my opinion, these types of steps you know, widen this divide between the homeless and the working class. If people could just become aware, most of Americans are just one or two paychecks away from being homeless themselves. I mean, albeit we have a large support network, but once you go through your list of friends and family, it's easy to end up in the same type of situation as another homeless person. And I just think it would cost a lot less if we could again, begin to treat the homeless as just another member of our community, which they are. And if we well, can they're just, begin... they're just people that don't have homes. Exactly. There is no and homeless. There's right? no reason to there's further divide. It, it, it would cost a lot less to work together towards a solution rather than pushing people away. My time's running out, Nick. Great to talk to you. Thank you so much, man. I hope you'll consider coming to HempFest this year would and being to. a speaker. How can people find out more about Cannabis Can? best way is go to canacan.org. That's C-A-N-N-A-C-A-N.org. My last question is quickly, of course, what's your background? What prepared you for this kind of shoe leather-based guerrilla street activism? I'm an eternal optimist. I have about 20 plus years in film and music production. And, you know, I've run various types of businesses from food trucks, to auto businesses, to a bar, to Airbnb. 
I am basically dedicated to doing what I can as one citizen of the United States to see if I can reach out and make a difference. As you said, I think multiple people are starting to come together and I'm already working with some other nonprofits locally now. And I think together it's amazing the ripple that one person can have. And I think as a society, we can work together to end virtually almost nearly end homelessness in America. Well, my hat's off to you, my brother. You know, more power to you. You know, the fact that you, you care and that you're clever enough to come up with a interesting and provocative way to get the message out while you're helping people, that's the strategy right there, saving the world for fun and profit, man. My time's up. Nick, thanks so much for being on Hemp Present on Canvas Radio. Happy trails to you. Happy trails. And I want to get to a weekly feature, Hemp Present on Canvas Radio, and that is the quote of the week. And here it is, and I quote, We think sometimes that poverty is only being hungry, naked, and homeless. The poverty of being unwanted, unloved, and uncared for is the greatest poverty. We must start in our own homes to remedy this kind of poverty. And those are the immortal words of Mother Teresa, also known as Blessed Teresa of Calcutta, MC, a beautified Albanian Roman Catholic religious sister and missionary. And that concludes this installment of Hemp Present on Cannabis Radio. I want you to grab a pen and paper because I want to hear from you. Email me at hemppresent at gmail.com with suggestions, comments, and questions. Now get ready because I'm going to give you that email again in a few seconds. I want to thank my goddess and god in the control room, Hannah and Brasco, my awesome sponsors, my pragmatic producers. Join me next week for some more reefer repartee and cannabis confabulation with some special hemposapien on a journey for justice. And for any of you business-minded red-eyed Jedis out there, if you're smelling what we're selling here on Hemp Present, you can become a proud sponsor of the working class hemposapien's best defender hemp present here on cannabisradio.com your source for the force of freedom so email me at hemppresent at gmail.com because when it comes to prohibition you have the right not to remain silent activism requires a voice so find yours and speak up for justice because resistance is fertile until then my friends Stay strong, stand tall, and toke it easy. The Hemp Present theme song, Take Back the Plant, is performed by Stickerbush and sung by a much younger version of myself. Turn up the music, maestro. I'm out. Marijuana! The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line 
prop or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.